Welcome to the Privy Podcast. I am Courtney here with a special announcement. Privy Podcast is now being recorded in Stereotype Studio here in Manhattan. Um, be sure to check us out online at stereotypesound.com. And for today's episode of the Privy, um, I have a guy who's been up here. What? I think this is your third time on the Privy Podcast. Um, welcome, Ron Sessi. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> you don't. I didn't even tell you what the topic of today's show was. Did you I? did. You did. I you did gave me. You, you gave me like a like a, a brief one line, a brief and I was one. I was there. I knew. Oh, I knew I what we wait. were up to. I'm ready. Although this isn't like our. We've. I've been on this podcast a couple times, uh-huh. and we haven't. In the past, there's been like more of like a brief. Uh, a briefing ahead of time like yeah. I've, I've been sort of given like at least an idea as yeah. to like what we were going to reference yeah this is you've you've kept me in the dark this yeah. time so i'm really excited about that and i did it on purpose because i really wanted a genuine response so it was asked of me by uh, a friend and a business owner and i honestly had no idea what type of response to give him so i had to call for backup at the moment and i was thinking who would be a good person to talk about this who is someone that's in the community who works with brands who has a lot to say (laughs) who is gonna have a strong opinion i mean you ain't wrong um so with pride month just beginning um i wanted to talk about companies and how they should engage with the lgbtqia plus community um when i say that to you what are your initial thoughts with companies engaging with our community um specifically for pride month yes I think it's really interesting because mm. I and my uh, you might call this a pessimistic sort of POV, uh-uh. but Pride doesn't really feel like it's for the LGBTQ community anymore. Okay, in my in my mind, go. Um, it my friends and I were hanging out last night. It's a bunch of like queer folk in branding and media, and they all have little businesses that they're running that are taking off, and they're all lit. Everybody, check out what's popping. Um, these folks are out here doing it for themselves uh largely and these big brands come to them constantly saying Mm. you know like how can we take what you're doing and you know like broadcast it which that is a great approach come to us and say hey let's take what you're already doing and let's you know like make it so that everyone becomes more aware of what queer artists and queer creatives are doing Mm -hmm. um i think in pride month in particular it feels like you get you know, Listerine's putting out a rainbow bottle yeah. and telling you that, like, to be proud. I mean, cute. I I think that that's an interesting P- or It's an interesting idea. But what I wonder then is, like, how much of the sales of that is, is going back to the community, right? right? Like, are you, are you slapping a rainbow on something to profit off right. of us? Right. Or are you, like, how much of that is actually going to support uh, homeless LGBTQ plus youth. Yeah. Right. Like how many, how many of those are going into like drug retention pro- or uh, drug, uh, uh, sobriety programs right. for LGBTQ youth who have been displaced and like, you know, need support in that capacity. There are like lots of really important causes that I think a lot of big brands ignore. Um, and this conversation has been like really widely broadcast among like queer, media folk well um, i noticed even on the first day which was yesterday i saw a lot of posts from like 
LGBTQ activists, like yeah. saying that or saying how you support. And I found it really interesting because when my friend brought it up to me, I honestly did not know what to say because on one accord, I do feel like any recognition or any idea to recognize it in any way is a step. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, but I wonder how we determine whether or not it's authentic or not. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it's well, I think, I think that conversation comes down to like, are they putting their money where their mouth is? Right. Yeah. Like that's, that to me is everything. If you want to support queer folk during pride month, it needs to be more than novelty. It right. needs to be more than like you've slapped a rainbow on something. Right. Um, commodifying, uh, what, is otherwise really important uh, art that people make uh, that is meant to be rebellious mm. and uh, sort of, you know, uh, our, our form of raging against the machine. We, that to then like, you know, we see all of these companies who say they support us, but when it comes down to it, if you're taking money out of somebody's pocket mm. who is, a queer person just trying to make it in this world. Right. Uh, I, I encourage the audience to really investigate that stuff. Um, also, I think what's interesting is that a lot of people do it in June, but what the lead up is like, what are you doing outside of the other, um, 11 months out of the year? Um, which is what I spoke to, um, the person who asked me about it, but he came from a very genuine place, which is why I wanted to have the conversation about it because he came from a really genuine place. Um, he owns a restaurant and he was like, Hey, Courtney, I don't want to do like these banks do and just like represent pride and just throw a drink on or whatever. Like, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? I really want to be a part want really want to be like an ally, but I don't want it to be corny. And I find that there is, beauty in that that somebody really just wants to take the time to recognize and he is one that employs a lot of people from the lgbtq community um he is very much allied he's um listened to the podcast before he's asked questions um i think he it does come from a genuine place but i think there does need to be like a further conversation on like how you actually go about doing it yeah. um yeah and then <clears throat> I think that the, the investigation is important, yeah. right? Like it, it shows a really nice intent. I think right. that that's important. Um, I think if you're even going through the process of doing something for pride though, just to do something for pride, yeah. maybe just don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like let yeah. leave that to the community to yeah. do something for themselves. Yeah. Or bring someone in from the community. Uh, you know, there are lots of us event producers all around the town who would be happy to like take on a project like that. Uh, you know, give us that money right. to like create a space for ourselves. Um, it's just it's rough when it's rough. It's a challenge when straight folk want to do for our community what they can just ask us to do for ourselves. Interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that that's really where like we can see true allyship. Right. If you, if you want to, you know, support us and let us do, you know, what we do, then, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Right. Let us do that. Yeah. Cause we'll put on a show, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've been out to the art parties. We put on a show. And I that's, think like that, that's really important that we, we start recognizing that like, uh, you can't only support us this month. 
and right. you can't only like if you're really about what we're we're about you should you know let us show you what we can do right yeah um and i also want to make sure that i'm crediting folks accordingly here uh this is not an original thought um i want to say fran Toronto from uh i think Toronto's how his last name is said but um fran from uh food for thought that, oh yeah, yeah i met yeah. him i actually met him this week he was absolutely lovely i've seen him speak before um I actually saw his his post that you posted because mm-hmm. you know you keep me educated. <laughs> you be posted. Follow um, me on Instagram, so y'all. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's really involved and like he's yeah. Well, and he I put really it really respect. thoughtfully yeah. in the post I shared. I think and I think it's important that I recognize him because he honestly brought this concept to me a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like he, I had been listening to his podcast before and I'd heard different things. He he's been very vocal about big businesses profiting off of queer people Mm -hmm. and queer people because we're a community that is so conditioned to just like be happy that we're involved. Right. Right. To be just happy that like this brand wants to work with us. Right. We have a really hard time asking Mm. for, uh, what we think we're worth. Right. Right. And I think Fran is a really, is taking a really vocal stance in saying, no, make sure you're asking for more. Right. This is Pride Month. Right. These companies have money. Mm. Make sure you get yours. Right. And I, I mean, I think it's important. One of the things I saw on Forbes.com, um, um, they did a post about companies and how they engage um, with the LGBTQIA community during Pride. And um, one of their top... Um, things to do is to hire leadership that reflects your commitment. And I think that is really huge. Something what you were just saying is like hiring people who can talk about and build that inclusivity within the company throughout the year. Because for me, it's just like, okay, I get it. Pride Month is huge. But like, what are you doing again the rest of the year to lead up to Pride? Um, And I think that's really, really important. And it really struck me because I think I was listening to... um, Girl Boss um, episode with Elaine, um, who's the new judge on Project Runway. I forget her last name. Terrible. Um, but she was talking about how, like, she kind of got into the business. And she started off with, like, a um, Ebony and Essence magazine. And being, like, the, I think the first black editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue, which mm-hmm. is huge. And you can't really commit to change without change coming from within. Does that make sure. sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, so... As much as you want to be a part of Pride or what have you, if you have no one at the table who is queer or who is gay or who is lesbian or who is from the community, like, are you really even doing anything? Well, I 100% yeah. support that. Yeah. There was, um, I have a strong belief that, like, you have to join the systems you want to see change, mm. right? Like, you have mm. to break them from the inside out. Right. Because that is ultimately, uh, I think what's going to affect the most change further down the line. That's yeah. what's going to allow for the next generation to finish what you started. Yeah. And that, um, you know, I did that in television. I worked at, you know, a very corporate television channel and they had very few folks of color and they mm. had very little representation in their, in their channel. And that was something I was very vocal about. Um, I think it, you, I mean, you have to be, there has to be a, you know, a finesse to the way you navigate it, but right. Uh, yeah, you you should be striving to get as far as you can so that the next person can get even further. Right. Right. And like that's that's what's important. Uh, 
we aren't going to see like trans representation in the way that we need to see trans folk represented until we get trans folk at the table. Right. I agree. Um, she actually, the quote that I really love that I just want to share, you can't change story without changing the storytellers. And I think that is really valid and very, very important. Now I want to switch gears really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as Pride Month and what to expect and your view on this. So I'm finding that like Pride Month, I, and what I want to really bring this month for the listeners is more of an educational base. Um, I find that Pride just seems to be, I think we've talked about this before too. Pride seems like it's just a lot of parties and stuff like that, but like, where's the substance? I do think this year I've seen that a lot of people are getting involved in a different way. And um, I think with this, current like administration and stuff people are taking it a lot more serious um but what is your view on how frivolous sometimes pride can seem within our community as well as from outside the community because i think people they i think they read they think of pride they think about the parade and like that's it but there are so many other things that are going on during pride month um there's so many other things that we could be doing during pride month so tell me what your thoughts are on that i just had a really interesting conversation again with those folks i was with last night about the idea of parading versus marching mm. and there's this thing called the queer resistance march that's happening uh the day of the parade uh that a lot of folks i know are going to be participating in and it's an important thing to participate in it's mm. it's an opportunity to uh march in a way that is a little bit more solemn. It's a little bit heavier. And a lot of it is about mourning everyone we've lost, mm. right? Like all of those freedom fighters who allow us to have our parade, mm. those lives, the, the folks in the 80s who uh, had to live through the AIDS crisis and, you know, like that, it's a very small number of folks who right. made it through that. Yeah. There's a lot of loss and queer people have had to fight for a very long time. And I think it's cute that TD Bank, you know, wants to have a, a float, you know, bumping flow writer right. and, you know, handing out fans. God bless. But that's not my tea. That's yeah. not where I want to be at, at Pride. Right. Um, and I think that's that's what's important is to figure out, like, what's happening in your community for folks who... Uh, really want to honor those that have uh, paved the way for us. Right. Um, as much as, you know, celebrating pride is important, um, I think we have to recognize that, again, a lot of those companies that are going to be in the parade are companies that uh, the rest of the year don't really care about us. Right. Uh, and and you can see that in, in where they invest their money right. and who they, who they support. Um, we are a commodity to them and it's important that we like them. And so they, you know, right. continue to uh, participate in the parade, but that's not what I care about. Right. You know, and that, yeah. but, the, and, but I don't know what the view is outside the community. I have no idea like what someone who isn't an LGBTQ plus person or who, who maybe is, but like, isn't necessarily super involved politically or like, I have no idea what their perception of pride would be. I imagine probably the parade yeah like fun what do you think about that i actually was going to bring that up and then you just created that beautiful segue <laughs> um i also have seen recently like a lot of like articles and stuff about like straight people and allyship and what you should be doing and how you should do it mm. what are your thoughts about that what are your thoughts about like straight people being at the like 
Pride Parade and like being involved in Pride. And I mean, I'll just start by saying, I think part of it seems kind of almost like a mockery if you don't really know why we celebrate Pride. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. For me, the first thing I can think of is Afropunk, right? Mm-hmm. What is about it? it? What about it? Afropunk is in um, Brooklyn, right? That's the uh, that's the festival. It goes on. Um, not Afropunk. I know Afropunk. I know Afropunk Af- is the festival in um, Brooklyn. It happens every year, and I've noticed year after year, you know, more photos like will come out and blah blah blah. You see more and more of a um a blonder yeah like more white people more people that are not african-american not no shade to white folk we love no shade at all but i i wonder if there's like a correlation there um i think the conversation we're talking about is minding space right right and i think that's what's really important I actually really wasn't going to do, until that conversation last night with with the folks I was with, I wasn't going to do any uh, thing in Manhattan mm. unless I was being paid to. <laughs> and that's all the coins, the darling. Um. No, I, I genuinely wasn't planning on going to Manhattan at all for Pride. I actually was toying with the idea of just like running off to Fire Island for the Pride, for right. Pride Weekend and just like hiding out there. Right. Um, the crowds do a lot for me. That's just like a personal thing. I just oh well, let's well, see that. Well, that's my personal thing too. The, uh, I can't with the crowds. I can't be out There's in the heat that long. Sixty thousand something people flying in, or yeah, sixty million. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. But listen, the the conversation we're having about like mining space, I think, is actually really important. Um, allyship is a lot for show because right now it's very on trend to be an ally. Right. right. Like it's pro- progressiveness is a social tool now to uh, show how how cool and with it and like forward thinking you are, mm. which like, great, good for you. Um, what I want to know is like, who's putting their money where their mouth is, yeah. right? Like it's, a, it's the same thing we're asking of these big corporations. Right. Who is walking the walk mm. more than talking the talk? Right. There's... Um, I forget who the interview was with, but I was, it was on LGBTQ&A, and this really fierce, beautiful trans actress spoke about uh, the idea that I don't want an ally. I want an accomplice. I want someone who's going to jail for me. Right. And like, can I cuss? Yes, you can. <laughs> Dead ass. Like, that <laughs> is the mood. Go to jail. Like, if you're not willing to go to jail for me. Well, now, hold on now. I don't know who, that many people I'm going to jail for. But go ahead. I hear hear the point that you make. I'm saying, if you're not really willing to fight for our safety, fight for our freedom. Like, if it doesn't make you physically angry to see the distrust, I don't know that I think you're an actual ally. I agree. Um, That's something with me and how I pick friends. Like, for instance, if I know if I'm not in the room and you're not going to, like, rock with me or ride for me if somebody is trying to shave me or, like, be dirty, mm -hmm. I can't really have you on my team. And I think that's why, like, yeah, I mean, you have to. And I'm a firm believer of that. If people are not going to ride with you to the the death, like, Mm -hmm. I'm good. (laughs) I'm actually good. And I feel like because I will reciprocate, like, I am that person to ride with you to the the end. If I'm a square up for you, you better square up for me. Even if you in the wrong. I'm going to let you be wrong, but I'm going to put you to the side. I'm like, really? Don't have me out in the streets like that. Please try to avoid this. Um, No, but the... 
when it comes down to straight folks participating in Pride, I think whatever, I love it. You're if if it's for something where you're paying to get in and it's money that'll go back to our community. Yeah. Like please go yeah. in droves. Yeah. But there are times where I work a lot in bars and different event spaces yeah. in the city and you know these spaces that started as very like grassroots and lit and like just mostly local folks that were just like, you know, about it word word spreads that you know we're doing this popping thing and all of a sudden there's straight folks and there's you know like the sometimes these spaces are like made specifically for like folks of color and yeah. the, that gets sort of drowned out right and while we love your money we also yeah. would love for you to mine space right? yeah like, like there are a million spaces where you can feel free and safe mm-hmm to you know be represented it, there are very few spaces for some of us right. to feel that safety mm-hmm. to feel like we see people who look like us and we're just having an authentic organic good time right and that's not to say that these parties need to be completely segregated but it's a matter of just like you can go to the party it's fine but there are definitely parties I won't go to because I know like I'm just occupying space. Yeah, I I'm just gonna overcrowd it, and it's not gonna be fun for the folks that actually want to be there. Yeah, I, I don't need to be there. Yeah, and you know like I think that that's something we can all be conscious about in this Pride Month. Right. Is like you know like where are we going? What are we doing? How are we honoring this community? And then are we doing it in a way that's respectful? Right. Um, it is the fiftieth fiftieth uh, anniversary Stonewall. of Stonewall, which is a huge huge deal in the community um are you going to anything around stonewall any other events for that i know you said the you actual were- like anniversary yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i think i might go to uh i'm likely going to the queer resistance march okay and that would be sort of it and is that on the day of the parade i believe so okay i believe so yeah but i think it's at a different time okay yeah cool. but it's um i that is that is where i want to be on this 50th anniversary because of uh, sort of, you know, we, we keep, I keep seeing that post on social media that says, you know, the first pride was a riot. Yeah. And, you know, as cute and cheeky as that is, it, I mean, it actually was. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's important that we acknowledge that. And, you know, all, 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 the, all the folks that have had to fight to get us where we are now. Right. Right. And I, I mean, I know I sound like a broken record, but that's... No. That I, actually is so important. So are you doing any events yourself? Because you are the event extraordinaire, honey, with these oh, parties and this. Me? Are you doing your Brooklyn flea this, this? Are you doing the flea this month? I don't know that I'm going to do it this month. I think okay. I might wait for next. I'm okay. having a real... I think I just need a, a breather on it. It's heavy. It's okay, a lot so of work. R- so for, Ron, for anyone yeah. who doesn't yes. know, I run a queer marketplace in New York City that is roughly a once a month thing. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, called the Brooklyn Queer Flea. Mm-hmm. It's all queer and queer aligned vendors. It's all folks who are just doing it for themselves. And it's a really cool opportunity for you to come and meet your favorite artists. Yeah. Right. People that are, you know, got the deviant arts and the Instagrams and the Twitter, and you know, <laughs> they're out here making their merch and they're out here to meet you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to do that, you know. Yeah. And so um, that is something we're doing. We do it at House of Yes in Brooklyn, which is, you know, uh, such a lovely home. Um, and we're going to be moving forward. I hope there might be something happening at the end of this month. There's been conversation, but. If not this, uh, at the end of this month, probably early next. And you're throwing another type of party too, right? 
I threw a couple. There's, there's been a, if you're looking James, for a good time. Ja- James uh, messaged me uh, and said he went to one of the parties. James, that was on the episode with us. Oh, James Bunga Bunga. Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. I would not call him that. Um, well, not. <laughs> uh, if y'all listen to our last episode on Kevin Hart. Yes, yes. The first one of the season, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, my God. Look at you. you, you we, I'm, first I'm one here, in the studio. Notes. First one on the on the season. Um, um, yeah, no. Uh, James did come to the flea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was a good time. He's so yeah. sweet. So yeah. sweet. Um, and he even shopped some artists. It was really cool. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, I, we just wrapped up. I was hosting uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season eleven with Jiggly Caliente, who was on season four uh-huh. in Brooklyn. Um, she's got Pose season two coming up, and okay. I'm so proud of my sister because that is gonna be cute. You all have no idea. Amazing. Um, she's also on tour right now with the Fat Girls, P H A T. So holla. You go see them. It's her, Yuriko O'Hara, and a rapper from LA named Lardy B. Lardy B. Lardy B. I cannot. Yeah. But but you will. It's good. But. It's good. <laughs> will they be here soon? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can follow them on Instagram and find oh, okay. out. You have to let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll where keep can, you in the loop. And where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram uh, and Twitter, although that's mostly just reposts of my Instagram. <laughs> um, at Ron Sese, R-O-N-S-E-S-E. And if you're around town, I host a bunch of parties. Uh, there's Miss Jones NYC, Harder, um, and Top of the Poppers at the Rosemont in Brooklyn. So I hope you come out and see us. We're going to, you know, have a lot of fun. Yes. Um, Aron is, you have to follow him on Instagram because he's going to give you education. He's going to give you thotty. He's mm. going to give you all of it. <laughs> he's giving um, it to you. I like to say that I'm just showing you my inner beauty. <laughs> Uh, um. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but that said, I am also uh, also just over 8K, working toward 10. So <laughs> really want to swipe up feature. I'll use it responsibly. I'm just going to post like <laughs> mukbangs. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here. Um, we are out of time. Thank you, for guys, thank you guys for listening to the Privy Podcast. You can always check us out on the Privy Podcast on Instagram. Um, and congratulations on Stereotype. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you, well, I guess I always we'll don't know We'll be talking. To... Uh, we have some, uh, I'm telling your audience now, we have some projects of brew. Let's do it. Let's so do it. We are all about it. Stay tuned. This is the, this is the one and only company. <laughs> thank you.